Happy Tuesday, everybody. I'm shocked that we actually started the anchor, uh, FRS Hoops. Paige Demakos, Jamie Eisner, AK, <laughs> Adonis. Okay, we're all hanging out, and uh, mostly we can't agree on anything. We're arguing and starting starting stuff before we got in here, but we will we will talk about basketball finally. It's on brand. Um, yeah, it's on brand for sure. Guys, the Warriors are back in the finals against the Cavs, and uh, Ooh, I could have seen this coming. Oh my God! I don't want to talk about the game too much because we have uh, almost seventy-two hours to talk about the game. But just your initial reaction. Obviously, Western Conference Finals ended last night. Uh, Jamie, I'll let you start. Just initial reaction to uh, to this these two teams meeting up again. I think my, my takeaway is that despite getting to the end result that I think almost everybody in the basketball world expected at the beginning of the season, it was a really fun journey to get here at least. Yes, yes. agreed. And the twists and turns of the offseason, of the, of the regular season, even of the postseason when you know, LeBron got pushed to seven games twice, uh, we didn't expect the Warriors to get pushed to seven games in the Western Conference Final, they did. But it, in the end we got the result that we all expected, but at least the journey was fun en route to this Gentleman's sweep that's going to happen. Yeah, 100%. AK, uh, first thoughts on uh, on Warriors, Cavs? Yeah, again. riding the coattails of that. I think we had um, some other sleepers come out throughout the postseason. There were times throughout the season where we thought that it was going to be the Rockets and Raptors, how we wanted that to be our finals, <laughs> how we wanted the, the, the Sixers were the team then, and then it yeah. was, this, oh, here come the Celtics, and then it was, you know, for the entirety of the season, it was, oh, the Rockets finally had the blueprint to defeat the Warriors. And ah, lo and behold, they almost did. Um, they they should <laughs> And like Jamie said, I mean, at least it was fun. At least we at least we had some suspense leading up to it. Um, but then again, here we are again, part four. Um, and the Warriors are going to be the biggest favorites that they've been in any of the series. Uh, I think Paige said with minus 1,000, the, yeah. the Warriors are to win the series. So... Um, it probably won't be as fun, but at least the journey leading up to it was. And, yeah. you know, we could talk about how blah some of these postseason games were uh, between blowouts and um, <laughs> poor offensive showings. But at least we had some sort of excitement along the way, especially with these this last Game 7, the pair For of them, sure. were both very, very good games. Game, uh, game sevens always tend to tend to bring the heat. Yeah. It was, they, were, they, they brought the heat. Adonis, so, what are your thoughts? I love how the excitement wasn't actually like in the games because they were mostly blowouts. Yes. But the NBA made us, I've said this before, but the NBA really made us believe that we weren't going to get another Cavs Warriors <laughs> finals. Yeah. I mean, I, well I, was, I, was, I was for one like, no, there's no way this bad Cavs team is getting to the finals. I was not on the Rockets bandwagon, as you guys know. Yeah. I, Definitely was not. Was yeah. Not counting the Rockets going to the finals, but they actually surprised me. They they showed that the Warriors are not invincible. Um, I think we'll see that again in the finals. But yeah, it was it was exciting. A it little was, bit. Yeah, I it mean, was it's been a long journey. Leading it's leading been a long up journey. to this, yeah, because they I, the Sixers had me like going crazy because I. Fell in love with them in the playoffs. For sure. The, the NBA gonna, does a wonderful play. job of marketing what happens outside of the court during the playoffs. Exactly. Because no, normally, yeah. If any of the other leagues, NFL included, who's usually the king of, of marketing themselves away from the actual field, if their playoff games are poor, 
between the lines are poor, yeah. we usually are very disappointed by what the postseason looks like. For sure. We were not in this case. If we look at the actual quality of gameplay, I think this was a very subpar NBA player. Oh, 100%. Before, and it's going to get worse. Yes. I mean, what, what was I think? But the storylines have been better than I think I, I can imagine the last few years. We th- we sat here and, what, three, four weeks ago and thought, you know, maybe Victor Oladipo and the Pacers are going to knock LeBron out yeah. in the first it was, round. It was we close. Sure, we sure said that. And what, I think in the first round, Chalk won out. I yeah. mean, it was... There weren't many upsets. No, but, 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 but we still thought, like, oh, you know, maybe the Pacers. They even had me thinking that the Raptors, this is their year. Well, you know, to, I never thought that. To get over LeBron. They're, they're I, me. I did. Here's the I thing. Six, right? Here's they showed up, but they're they, Toronto. Yeah. <laughs> me too. They had me thinking the Raptors were going to win a series. Exactly. Yeah, no, that's that's a very, very good job on their part, duping yeah, you guys into believing. They duped me. They duped you yeah. into believing Hoodwink. that Toronto. Hoodwinked. Yeah, bamboozled. They, they bamboozled <laughs> everybody. They bamboozled all of you because there was absolutely no way that Toronto was going to get here. It's not on me. It's it's definitely not your fault. No. It's definitely not your fault. I want you to feel like it's 0% it's your not. fault. All NBA. But a lot of it has to do with the stuff, obviously, that we're talking about. You have Joel. Embiid, who is petty tweeting uh, all throughout these playoffs. You yep. have other moments. You have the scary Terry Rozier. You had yeah. all these all these great playoff moments that happened outside the court. I mean, Drew Bledsoe got revitalized throughout this playoff yeah. run. I don't even understand. If you yeah. had asked me about Drew Bledsoe heading into this playoffs, I would have asked you, how in the hell oh. is he exactly? <laughs> how in the hell is he going to get involved in this playoffs? But that was probably the most entertaining part. Yeah. So I want you guys to watch. What was your favorite? non-basketball related storyline that happened like what was your favorite off the court thing that happened because mine like during the playoffs yes throughout the playoffs what was your favorite thing my favorite thing that happened throughout this was the the Bledsoe Terry Rozier stuff I think the the scary Terry t-shirts that came out the the pettiness between the two the Drew Bledsoe jersey that was just like an entire series worth of petty stuff and and the Eric Bledsoe, who the f was he? Yeah. Starting that off was incredibly disrespectful and awesome that they lost. For me, it's the Jason Tatum tweet to LeBron. Yes, that was sort of, very yes. good. Um, and not only just that, because I, th- I think it's hysterical. Like the entire tweet itself is hysterical if you actually read it out loud. <laughs> but for Tatum to play the way that he did in the playoffs and to dunk on LeBron, and I mean the kid was nineteen, twenty, or twenty yeah, years 20. old. Um, for him to do that. And just kind of piggybacking off that as well, I think we saw what the new wave of the NBA is going to look like. We saw Donovan Mitchell had a fantastic postseason when he was there. Yeah, that's a great Tatum, oh. Rozier, um, and Jalen Brown obviously showed that the Celtics are going to be a force to reckon with for the next few years. Um, Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons obviously had an early exit probably earlier than most thought, but still we, sh- we, we saw how good those two are going to be in the future. So between Tatum uh, and that youth, kind of that upbringing and, and what's expected in the next few years, I think uh, sets the NBA up for success. success yeah, sure. I was going to say, like... Post-LeBron. I was going to say that, too. Like, all the rookies yeah. Yeah. that have been in the playoffs. I'm with Kyle Kuzma on this. I am I am personally motivated by how well the rookies and young players play in this postseason. Yeah, right. That is the future of the game. Yep. And that's good for the NBA. Because sure. you're going to have your superstars. You're going to have your mid-30s guys. You need that next wave coming up. And this makes me optimistic about the East, too. For sure. Like, the East... Cautiously think, optimistic about the East. Yeah. I mean, the East isn't, isn't trash, trash, like everybody's no, saying. No, it's not, it's not the East of seven or eight years ago. No, it's... Exactly. You have to win at least, like, 43 to get in this Listen, <laughs> Kyrie Irving, Gordon Hayward come back. LeBron, big part, stays in the East. Yeah, not stays in Cleveland. Yeah, stay, he's, going, I'm just, he's going to Philly. That's stays, my... stays in the East, yeah. okay? 
Philadelphia, you have some young guys. Don't count out the Indiana Pacers. I know we were joking about them, but they they had they were the team that looked the best against the LeBron Cavs. Yes, they were, and they were a and they, and those Cavs teams played much better than they did in in moments in in later on against the Celtics. So I think that's going to be something Spread that we're going to have team. to. Yeah, Oladipo. Yeah, credit to them. Team. They're going to have they're going to have some other guys that are going to come along. Um, here's the here's the narrative that is happening now that I want you guys to take on. Uh, LeBron's now in his eighth straight finals. Uh, what he's doing is unbelievable. Um, it's he the credit to LeBron, one hundred percent. The East is trash, has been for a while. Okay, uh, but credit to LeBron for what he's been doing. Okay, yeah. um, but the Warriors are now again in the finals. This is the fourth straight. Yes, yeah. right. Uh, what, Four eight. Why is it? Why is it that we are already sick of the Warriors? Who, mind you, this is only the second time you're going to see the Kevin Durant Warriors. Okay, so really, you've seen one team two years in a row, and another team. This will be the second year. Why is everybody sick of the Warriors, but nobody's sick of LeBron? Jamie, I'll go to you. First. This is simple. LeBron is the underdog. LeBron is now the sympathetic character. We mm-hmm. now look at LeBron, and yes, when we get away so from the LeBron about. versus Jordan debate, which is inevitable, if you, strip, if you strip that part away, LeBron's a sympathetic character. He is the one man carrying his entire team on his back to get to the finals. He is the, I have to play every single minute of every single NBA game. This is what, 100 games? Had to play mm-hmm. 48 minutes in that 100th game to get there. I'm the one that's carrying my entire team on my back, and yep. I'm going up against this big, bad Warriors team with four All-Stars and... And I just, can he do it? Can he do it? That's the difference. People don't look at, the, people used to look at the Warriors as the scrappy young team of, yeah. wow, they've been bad for 25 years. I'm happy they're good now. Yeah. And then they got successful and they went, and then Durant went there. And they're like, eh, you know what? You're, you're, you're the New York Yankees now. <laughs> yeah. You're the Yankees. All, we don't want, we don't like stuff. you anymore. And, and now we like LeBron a little bit more because he's sympathetic. He's the underdog. He's not expected to win. We all sit here and think that series is what, going four or five games? Five at most. I have it in Probably sweet five. And people love their underdog story. So we have actually made, where we get to LeBron versus the Warriors, it's one of the few times where LeBron is the underdog story. People don't even like Steph anymore. Remember no, when no. Steph was like, what? Outside of Oracle. Fifth or sixth year people and everybody love hating on loves Steph. Steph. Yeah. Yeah. Now people like, yeah. Steph's overrated. It's, Steph's- it's, it's what happens when you get good. Yeah. I mean, it's when you're, when you're good for a long enough period of time, people try to tear you down. People don't like, this is a, seems backwards to say, but yeah. it's the truth. People don't like greatness. People don't like great things. People like to hate things that are great. They like the journey to greatness until you achieve it, and, and then, then at they that don't like point, it. There's, yeah. there's jealousy that comes in. For sure. And that, and that is what happened, uh, I think, about how the Warriors and, and that team originally, well, we exactly. all liked them. Because they were this homegrown team. They had yeah. drafted all yep. these guys. They were, and I think that storyline would have been different had Kevin Durant not no, gone there. But exactly I would say that that So fi- is this hate to KD or is this no, hate no, to no, it's hate to greatness? It's a adding on to something that's already built. The right. KD yes. stuff is a big part of it, but it's not the only thing. No. Mm-hmm. They won, the year that they won 73 games, people started to hate them. Yes. That's oh, yeah. when, that is when people started to hate them because. That is when Steph Curry started shooting threes and turning around halfway. Mm-hmm. That's when he started shimmying down the court. 
That's when they started the Splash Bros. It became, it went from... it be it, Exactly right. It went from you play the game one way and you were the underdog and you were these scrappy guys who kind of, none of you are really intimidating looking. Steph's like, a, looks like an average Joe. They were like, finessing their way. They're, <laughs> yeah, they're, they don't look intimidating. Whereas you look at LeBron and you're like, I'll never look like that dude. Yeah. Like yeah. he's a freak of nature. So it's easier to assume, hey, I could be like Steph. That's why Steph had so much popularity and continues to have so much popularity. Mm. But that year, the hatred started. Yes. That year, the hatred started. That was before Kevin Durant. And then they lost that finals when they were up 3-1. And the jokes... Oh, they loved they were The jokes were yeah. so good. And Kevin Durant went there. And it made it easy to hate them. Made it easy to hate them. And that's where they are now. I think that's what's changed. If you look at the, at the timeline... The twi- just the Twitter timeline, not even the timeline, the Twitter timeline of when LeBron and the Cavs won Game 7 compared to when the Warriors won Game 7. It was, holy crap, LeBron, eight straight finals, added to the LeBron versus MJ debate, and then it was great. Another Warriors. Oh my gosh, <laughs> the Warriors are back here again. Eight LeBron, just eight finals, win. congrats. He has no help again yep. versus the Warriors. Oh, great. Another Warriors team in the finals. It's, it's funny. They had to go. They had to go seven games to beat the Rockets. They couldn't even do it in six. <laughs> it's Chris so Paul. Those di- Chris Paul wasn't playing. Those it's not even no. fair. So those dynamics are every totally year. Different. Someone was injured and the Warriors won. Nah. But, but it's funny because those dynamics are different. And LeBron has twice as many consecutive runs to the finals as Golden State has, and yet we're pouring it on Golden State and. Loving it on LeBron's side. Yeah, yeah. LeBron, different teams. You're yeah. talking about Miami Heat, yep. and then Cleveland Cavaliers. He's had multiple teams that he's taken to the finals. It's been a different. He's been with different teammates. He's been with different coaches. He's been with different general managers. He's played different Warriors teams. Uh, it's a, it's it's an interesting topic back and forth. But I think it's funny that LeBron has become the ultimate underdog. Yeah. When in reality, he was not an underdog in any one of these series except for now. Yeah, people actually love LeBron now because yeah. he's not. Yeah, because not dominating more we, than the Warriors. Th- yeah. This motif goes beyond sports. We have seen this in, in Hollywood with actors and actresses, where people love to build you up, and then you get to a certain level, people start to resent you. Mm-hmm. You come crashing back down, and then but they'll build love, you back up. People again love later. to see you come back and rise again, and that's yeah. the same thing that's happening in sports. The ultimate hero. Yeah. He, he was at he was at a high when he first came in. His low point was losing to the Mavericks in the finals. Or that was, his low point was going to the for sure the that in, that entire Kevin season losing that series losing that series that was the peak of yeah. people dancing on his. That break. was you, you couldn't even you couldn't even go with two superstars and win a championship. Yeah. Like, yeah. that was. I mean, I think now we look back and go, yeah, that was a black mark on your record, but yep. everything else turned out okay at the moment. That was the oh my god, the, the roof is caving in on the Bronx. <laughs> that was the, the that time. was in the all time great conversation where Kobe and Michael fans were like, this is a funny joke. Yeah. Like that's that that was that conversation was like ha ha please don't call us with this conversation yeah. because that's where that's where it was with LeBron. Uh, I will leave you guys with this. Adonis put you on the spot. Oh. Got to call uh how you think this finals is going to end. Uh Warriors in 5. Okay. I the Warriors in 4 in a, in a complete sweep. Warriors in 5 cuz I think the Warriors are going to like give away one of those games just because they don't feel like it. I agree. I so I, I think it'll be they have uh, to make it don't give up one of those somewhat games entertaining. Yeah, to I think the I, th- I think LeBron <laughs> wins one in Cleveland, but 
there's the other part of me that believes that the Warriors have now kind of had their wake up call a little bit. I hope, but sometimes I, that, I, team, I, that team is sometimes too cocky for its own good. It hasn't. Yeah. It hasn't been. That's them yet. why I think they'll get one. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, they're clearly. I, they are clearly get the better. Too big headed, team. and then the Cavs will catch them one game, and then they'll, they'll get up like, two nothing oh, in the we series, have to play and now. then they'll go go into Cleveland. We have to realize that we're in the NBA finals. There's no. There's no reason that Golden State shouldn't. We kind of want to win at home, yeah. you know, kind yeah. of a I thing. Can't, see, I can't imagine why people don't like Steph Curry when he's. Look at what you just said. Yeah, we need to wake up and realize we're in the Western Conference Finals, dude. That is the cockiest, it's true, com- most confident statement I have ever heard. I need to yes. wake up and realize we're in the Westerns. Yeah, Steph, welcome <laughs> yeah. to the conversation, yeah, bud. Kevin Durant ruined the other Warriors' reputations. My column. I can't wait for it. Drop in on FRSWeeks.com. I, I hate when Kevin Durant speaks. Because every every <laughs> time he talks, it's cliche after cliche. Uh, guys, we're, uh, we're like, not going to turn this into an I hate Kevin Durant anchor. So No, I didn't say I hate Kevin Durant. I hate when he talks. I get it. cliche. I, I get it. I, I don't hate him. I just hate, I hate when he me. says anything. I just hate when Adonis. he has the conversation. Thank Thanks for... LeBron. Uh, or, uh, LeBron. Thank- I... <laughs> Uh, we've called Adonis LeBron like Adonis, Adonis truly, just truly trying, does not deserve. It. Adonis is just trying to get some juicy quotes from KD and the salty that KD yeah. is keeping a cliche and not giving you any ammo. Why don't right. we just gotta yeah, play happens. aggressive and get back on defense and hey, uh, don't get our game plan? He's not we'll the only right. one. He's not the only one. Steph uh, does it too. Adonis, how can everybody follow you on Twitter? Follow me at Adonis underscore D's. At LeBron James on Twitter. Uh, AK. At King James. How can everybody follow you on they Twitter? They can follow me on Twitter at A-K-O-L-O-D-Z-I-E-J-F-R-S. Good luck with that one. Okay. Uh, Jamie, how can everybody follow you? Uh, follow me at J-M-E Eisner. Uh, guys, That's nice, Jamie. And you can follow me at the underscore sports page. Guys, uh, thanks for joining me, and we'll be back tomorrow.